Hi, and welcome to my podcast. My name is Lily, and here we talk about books. Lots of books. Sometimes I bring in special guests, or sometimes I'm all by myself. But if you're here, that means you like books too. So welcome to today's book club. So today we're talking about the Keeper of the Lost Cities books by um, Shannon Messenger. So I had a few questions prepared, and we're going to ask the questions, and then we're going to answer them. So, first question is, what is the biggest plot twist, in your opinion? Okay, definitely when we find out Alvar was with the Never Seen. Because when we meet Alvar, we kind of see him as Bill Weasley, you know? He's just cool. And, like, he's this older brother that we don't know, and he's just cool. Right. Um, And then we kind of, like, he kind of jumps in a few times, and then we and then we find out he's in the Never Seen, and we're like, whoa. Yeah. What? Especially, like, because he is portrayed as this kind of, like, this, like, just cool older brother figure. Like, even Keith says, like, he's more of an older brother than, like, anything else to me. Like, yeah. Yeah, and, and I mean, I, I do think that he was a Bill Weasley kind of mm-hmm. thing because he was because Bill Weasley Bill Weasley is described as in the Harry Potter books is Harry had no other way to describe it Bill was cool like he had a fang um like Alvar was cool in different ways but still he was just this this like mm-hmm. oh wow this is what I want to be and then we're like oh yeah he's He's going to be all right. Maybe he'll just pop in from time to time, just like comic relief, extra comic relief, maybe, yeah. or just something like that. But then, boom, he's yeah. evil. You just like, I had to read it twice. I was like, I didn't read that wrong. That actually said like Alvar, right? But it did. And I I was very shocked. But yeah. honestly, in my opinion, I think the biggest plot twist was Brant. Finding out that he was the pyrokinetic, that, mm-hmm. like, that just came out of nowhere for me. Because, like... Yeah, I think there's a lot of that kind of stuff in The Keeper of the Lost Cities. I mean, there's a lot of that kind of stuff. Also, when we find out how many people Mr. Forkle actually is, how he's, like, five different people. Yeah, and there's still more that we don't know of. Like, yeah. Most likely, yeah. Like, almost definitely. Like, we don't even know if one of his identities is his real one or which one is his real one. Like, it we just... Ruffleberries. Mm-hmm. Um, so, on that note, our, ne- our next question is, who is your favorite character? Dex, definitely. I just feel like... He just doesn't get enough recognition for how amazing he is. Because, like, he's so great. He's such a great friend. Like, even after, like, he and Sophie, like, acknowledge that they're never gonna, like, be a thing. Like, he's still such a great friend. But Mallow Milk gets more page time than Dex Disney. I don't think that's right. And it's just... 
just okay. makes me so sad to see that he doesn't get the recognition he deserves. Has like a very large part in Unlocked, and that made me happy. I was yay very yay. very happy about that because yay he- that's good. That is good. Yeah, yeah. like um, we had this like oh he's he's like an awkward nerdy kid and he's like oh he's like Sophie's best friend and then we get like oh no they're not gonna be a thing but then he just kind of disappears yeah like it's just like like, staying behind working on gadgets or something yeah and i mean i feel like honestly if shannon messenger was gonna leave a character behind she could have just made one but although she did she did do morella morella was that's true And, okay, honestly, I don't really know who my favorite character is. Like, they're all amazing. I mean, except... Dame Molina is... I don't like... Not Dame, uh, Counselor Alina. She's just... A little bit. No one likes her. She's like Umbridge, except, you know, like, not actually evil. Yeah. I mean, she did put the ability restrictor on Sophie, which... Yeah, but she... That was just her arrogance. That's true, and that was... That was she her was... She was, she was really just arrogant, really. I think that's... But she's just so... Mm, just And the power went to her head, that's for sure. The yeah. power went to her head, being a counselor. I think... I think one of my favorite character arcs is Bronte. Because in the beginning, he was, like, this, like... Oh, yeah, he's stingy. He's, like, yeah. he's like <laughs> oh, man, you're tired of watching Kenrick gape it orally. And, like, oh! All the other counselors are just, like, uh, other than Kenrick and Orly are just, like... Exactly. I think that was... They're trying not to laugh. And that's yeah. just how I picture that. Like, they're all just, like... But then... They're all just, like, sitting there fidgeting, trying not to laugh. But then a few books later, you see him, like, actively voicing for Sophie and, like, yeah. on her side. Which, if you had just read the first book and you skipped to, like, the fifth one, you would not have, like, you would not think that's the same character. Yeah, it's it's been a while since I read the book. So I remember, like, the major plot points. But, mm-hmm. like, I don't remember, like, Bronte's character arc. I don't remember that. Oh. But it was probably in one of Sophie's many tribunals that he voiced for. And also, he knew how powerful she was. Like, when she inflicts on him that, um, like, he realizes just how powerful her mind is. Like, this is some crazy, this is like some sort of mental hulk. Mm-hmm. And she is almost like a mental hulk. She's, like, genetically modified and stuff, but also part of it, like, teleporting. They mm-hmm. didn't genetically modify that. She just, well, I mean, technically they did because she got it from, like, the They didn't do it on purpose. But, yeah, exactly, they didn't do it on purpose. Horse girl. Yep. She's just kind of like this just powerhouse. But now is our next question. If you could make one change, what would it be? Honestly, Dexfeed, just because 
Dex just deserves to be happier. I will stand by this till the day I die. Yeah. I can't decide between bringing Counselor Kenrick back or bringing Mr. Forkle's twin back. Because mm. both of them, like, shouldn't have died, you know? And, like, they both should... I want to bring them both back to life, but I can't. I can only change one thing. I would... Uh... But, I mean, the thing about that is that it... Forkle, Forkle's twin's death, like, actually provided, like, weight. You have all these different personas. Like, that was part of the thing that made Sophie realize that... Mr. Forkle was all these different people, like, and just how many people, like, like, yeah. oh, you're this person and this person and this person and this person, um, but I think that made Sophie realize just how many people Mr. Forkle was, and so I would not bring back his twin, like, yeah, I was sad, but that was, but it had a point, and Kenrick's death was kind of like Fred's death. Mm-hmm. And also, like, if Kenrick hadn't died, Counselor Alina wouldn't be a counselor. She would still be the the, the, the principal, yeah. And, and so and Sophie Lito wouldn't be um wouldn't be the the principal, right? Yeah. And Sophie would still have another supporter on the council, and she wouldn't have had to wear the ability restrictor and like so many other things that just I don't know. So many other things would have been. Yeah better for Sophie if he was not dead. Yeah. I mean, that applies to anything. Yeah. And, but, that's also the thing. Like, would it, would the story have been better if things had been better for Sophie? Or would the trauma have, like, or did the trauma, like, help shape the story? I mean, even if you take a little bit of the trauma away, there's still a ton of that's still there. So I'm not... But, definitely change this. Because what if... Like, what if later in the series, she just, like, explodes? Like, and that, like, makes other... Like, their her friends realize just how powerful she is because all her powers are unleashed because she's just had so much and that something happens and it just... It's just too much for her and she explodes, like, not literally explodes, but, like, all her powers are just, like, unwillingly unleashed, and her, and her friends get hurt, and now they're scared of her, oh, get that to Shannon Messenger, I need that to happen. I mean, something like that kind of does happen. I'm not going to go into specifics, but it's not exactly like that, but if you've read Unlocked, you know what I'm talking about, um, 8.5, 8.5, but it's twice as long as any of the other books. Well, because most of it is just registry files. Like, less than half of the book is the actual story. Oh. And there's, like, a bunch of pictures and, like, Keefe's detention files. It's really funny. Um, I still want to know what that, uh, oh, what was it called? The Great Gulan Incident. Great Gulan Incident. I still need to know what that was. Me too. 
I think, think the entire fandom does. The yeah. entire fandom needs to know what happened at the Great Gulan incident. I think she hasn't said what it is because she doesn't know what it is. Oh, that's that's possible, actually. That makes sense. Yeah, because she, I don't know, she's stalling to try and come up with the idea, but she's built it up so much that she can't come up with this huge thing that would live up to the standards that she's portrayed it as. Ooh, what if it was Keith and Fitz? Like, so Fitz, Fitz, Fitz is a super able telepath, right? Yeah. What if he just kind of like, what if like Keith was like thinking of this super prank and like they pulled it off, but it wasn't like up to the standards that Keith had envisioned. And so Fitz, like he just told Fitz like, okay, you got to just make small alterations to like make this seem bigger than it actually was. And Fitz was like, no. And then Keith tempted him with like Molo Melt, like a big thing of Molo Melt. And... And then Fitz was like, okay, fine. And he did it. Like, just making it seem a little bigger than it was. And, oh, man, that's such a great oh, idea. That would be... That would this be- is why fandoms are great. Because they come up with these things that, like, the author wouldn't come up with. Yeah. And that's why fandoms are so great. That's why they're so great. And also... If something's worth hating, then the entire fandom hates it. Like the Percy Jackson movies. Yeah, even even Rick hates them. He hasn't even he hasn't even seen them. I've only seen uh I've only seen Sea of Monsters. Oh yeah. Even from that one you can tell they can try to Okay, that one I don't know. They're both really bad for their own reasons. But that's that's a whole other story for another time. Right now, yeah. um, I'm talking that, about velocities. Totally yeah. different fandom. Mm-hmm. Um, so, thank you for being here. That yeah. was um, me and my cousin Colin talking about Keeper of the Lost Cities by Shannon Messenger. Um, okay. Thank you for listening. <laughs> <laughs>